Welcome to the Nations Church Podcast. We hope this message blesses you. You know, right from the start, we want to recognize and honor all of the people that have gone before us. And I don't mean that have passed away, but I mean the people that are sitting in this room that have gone before us. Those of you who are watching online, who have invested so much into our lives and into the kingdom of God have given sacrificially over the years. You know, we're sitting in a beautiful building because people gave. You know, every building that we've had that we built onto this point is because somebody has sacrificed. Somebody has seen the vision. Somebody has given of their life and their finance. And aren't we privileged today to sit where we sit and to have the opportunities that we have And so today, we just want to especially honour all of those who are a bit older, that have invested over the years. You have left a legacy. We're sitting in it today. You have deposited and given so much. And we're just so grateful and thankful for you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your integrity. Thank you for staying on course even when it got hard. Thank you for giving us of the experience and learning, helping us to learn through the challenges so that we can be everything that God is calling us to be. We just want to thank you and honour you today. You are loved deeply. We so appreciate all that you've done and who you are. And listen, it's not finished yet. Oh, come on, you're just getting started. You have so much more to invest, so much more to give. Your heart, the things that you've learned, the things that God has taught you. There's a whole generation, there's a whole lot of people that need your voice, that need your input, that need your heart, that need your experience, that need your care, that need your understanding. There's a whole lot of people that are just waiting for you as you continue to run your journey. But having said that, we just want to honour you and thank you and acknowledge you today. You know, sometimes we need some of, some of us who are a bit younger need to look back in order to look forward. And that's what we're doing today in some measure so that we can continue to look forward. Thank you so much, Ian. He's awesome, isn't he? He's amazing. He just sits there and does his thing. Makes it look so easy, eh? That's legacy. So in line with our focus on legacy, I've entitled my sermon, The Power of Legacy. Friends, there is a power in legacy. You know, the theme of legacy is interwoven right through the Bible because God created us for legacy. He created us with us having legacy in his mind. And that's why there is something in all of us that wants to be significant. There is something in all of us that wants to feel valued. There is something that where we want our lives to count. We want to be known as a good mum. We want to be known as a hard worker. We want to be known as a a wealthy or a successful businessman. 
We want to be known as a loving person or whatever it is. All of us want to leave something and be known for something. We all want something good written on our epitaph. There's no amens, but I do. Maybe it's because I'm a bit closer. <laughs> Don't you? We all want something good said about us. We all want to be remembered for... Who wants to have written on their epitaph? He was a lazy old coot that did nothing. We all want to leave something of value. And that's called legacy. You know, we were created by God in his image, as I said. And God is a God of legacy. Right from the beginning, flowing through the scriptures, we see God is a generational God. God was the God of Abraham. He was the God of Isaac. He was the God of Jacob. It's no mistake that it was put there. And it's also no mistake that the promise that was given to Abraham was honoured by his son Isaac, which in turn was honoured by his son Jacob in, in terms of seeing that vision, in terms of seeing the promise begin to unfold. We read in Genesis 12, verse 2 to 3, the promise. And it says, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I want you to listen to these words. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And so we can read how through those generations, the promise began to unfold as they stewarded the promise and the legacy that was given to them. But did you know that that same promise has been passed on to us? That is part of our legacy. Because in Galatians 3 and verse 29, it tells us that we are the children of Abraham and we are the heirs of the same promise. That promise has flowed through the generations and belongs to us today. We're the ones that can call on God's blessing. We are the ones who can be a blessing to the nations of the world because that's the inheritance, that's the legacy that has flown down through the Scriptures. In Psalm 145 and verse 4, it says, One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. In other words, one generation passes it on to the next generation. There is such a power in legacy when we understand it. In fact, you know, you cannot believe in discipleship if you don't believe in legacy. Legacy is what discipleship is built upon. Listen to the Apostle Peter. In 2 Peter 1 and verse 12 to 15, it says, So I will always remind you of these things. And the things that he's talking about, it says that God's divine power is for us. He talks then about faith and goodness and developing the things and the characteristics that God wants for us. And it says, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. In other words, those things have become foundational in their lives. And then he says, I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body, because I know that I will soon put it aside as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. And in other words, he knows that his death is imminent. And he says, I will make every effort 
to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things. Peter is passing on a legacy and reminding them of the legacy. The Apostle Paul was also so committed to legacy. We read in Philippians 2 verse 19, it says this, I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. Timothy was a, a, a disciple of Paul. Paul was pouring legacy into this young man. He says, I have no one else like him who will show genuine concern for your welfare. For everyone looks out for their own interests. Well, ouch. Not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proven himself because as a son with a father, there's relationship that is involved here. He has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope therefore to send him as soon as I see how things go with me. So Paul left a legacy with Timothy and the Ephesian church. He was intentional in passing on that legacy, in stewarding the legacy that he passed on to Timothy. And Timothy was, was so like a sponge as, as a son with a father, so intentional in wanting to learn, in wanting to grow, in wanting to flourish in the things that he was learning. So Paul, not only did he leave a legacy to Timothy in this letter that he's written, but he left a legacy to us because we are the recipients of the gospel of the, the epistles. We, we are the recipients of the wisdom, of the, the guidance, of the, the knowledge that Paul tra is transferring to us as well as Timothy through the scriptures. So what actually is legacy? What does it look like? Well, very simply, legacy is something you'll be remembered by or something we pass down. That's challenging, isn't it? What am I going to pass down? What am I going to leave? See, our legacy is a testimony of influence that has been passed down to the next generation and remembered long after we have departed from this world. William James said, The greatest use of life is to suspend it on something that will outlast it. I love that. See, that is the power of legacy. Yes. The story is told of two brothers, John and David Livingston. As young men embarking on life's journey, they were talking one day about their dreams and their future. John Livingston resolved to be a very wealthy and successful businessman, making lots of money. As he's talking, David Livingston, in that same moment, fell on his knees and committed his whole life to serving Jesus. Both were successful in fulfilling their life's ambition. David Livingston is recorded in history for his service throughout Africa, bringing Christianity and the gospel to millions History records of John Livingston was simply this. He was the brother of David Livingston. You see, whether people want to or not, everyone will leave some sort of a legacy yeah. ranging from good to bad. Yeah. 
We're all going to leave some kind of a legacy. But for us, leaving a legacy is one of the greatest opportunities that our life will afford us. We have been left such a beautiful legacy from Jesus that we've, we, we're in a, the perfect place to leave an amazing legacy. However you feel, God is giving you the opportunity to leave an amazing legacy, a great legacy that will follow you. See, it's, it's the opportunity to leave a gift behind us that has enduring value for the generations to come. That's what we can. It'll live beyond you into eternity. It'll follow you into eternity. See, that's why we honour those who have gone before and those who are so invested in our legacy. You know, as part of its definition, legacy can mean money or property that is received from somebody who has died. Who doesn't look forward to a, an inheritance? That word inheritance is the same word, right? Who doesn't look forward to it? Oh, okay, no, it's all right. If you don't, it's fine. But it's something that's handed down from one generation to the next. You know, the people that are being faithful in sowing resource into past buildings. We're sitting in a building, as I said, because somebody has been faithful in sowing. Somebody has given sacrificially for us to enjoy what we're enjoying. That started in a, in a, a hall 17 years ago, a rented hall. But because of legacy, because of people leaving of themselves an inheritance, we sit in this beautiful facility that we sit in today. But you know the great thing is? This facility is not just for us, but it's going to be for our kids who are going to raise up. They're going to see so many more people saved. They're going to see so many more generations reached. They're going to reach out into the nations. They're going to do things that we've never seen done before. They're going to see the power of the Holy Spirit because there's a house, there's a home, there's a place for them where there's a legacy that they can stand on and invest in. How good is God? We're living the fruit of legacy right where we are. Proverbs 13 verse 22 says, a good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children or the following generation. That's why every year we have building our future because we believe in the generations. We believe they have a future and a destiny. We're committed to seeing them grow far beyond wherever we've grown before, amen? We're gonna invest in them to see them become everything that God has intended them to be. How many know our nation needs it? Our nation needs world changes. Our nation needs voices that are going to speak destiny, that are going to speak hope, that are going to speak life in the midst of the dirt and the filth. Somebody to stand up and say, hey, there's a way forward. There is hope in this generation. There is something worth living for. There is, there is a God who cares. There's a God who loves. There's a God who's reaching out to this generation and the generations to come. He has a purpose. He has a future for them. And right now it's what we're investing in so that they can live that out. They can be so more than ever we have been. Oh, praise the Lord, let it happen. But you know, legacy is not just about money. That's an important part. But the word legacy for us also carries a timeless worth greater than just monetary value. 
See, Jesus' entire life was focused on leaving the greatest legacy ever. While the legacy that he left us in the cross, as he sat with the 12 around the, 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 that table the night before he died, that is unquestionably the most powerful and potent time in history as he invested in those disciples, as he showed them a glimpse of the future, as he told them what was going to happen, as he laid down his life in order for them to live out a legacy. And rather than being one man that walked the dusty streets of Jerusalem, there was an army that is going to raise up around and walk the dusty streets of the world because he left a legacy of purpose, of future, of destiny, of eternity. That's what Jesus did. And that same gift and legacy is ours today. The gift that Jesus left us. He left us that legacy so that our lives could count now and in eternity. You see, a legacy is not just a gift that we receive, but it's something that we're given to invest in and build upon. The people we're honouring today have left us a legacy, not so that we can clap, but so that we can actually truly honour them by building on the legacy that they've given us. You know, I was, when I was asked to, to do this sermon, my mind went to my dad. He's passed away now. I miss him. But he left me a legacy. My dad was a very successful businessman in Sydney. He was one of the pioneers of TV and radio and radar. He owned a very big business. And his business partner was wanting to make some decisions that my dad was wondering about. And then my dad became a Christian. And he knew that as a Christian, he couldn't align himself with what his partner wanted to do. So he gave the whole lot away. And then he was called to Carnarvon. He actually thought it was a suburb in out of Sydney when he said yes. <laughs> Only to discover it's a thousand k's north of Perth. So that's where I ended up as a kid. And my dad, he went there because he was employed by NASA, the uh, space, American Space Administration, and he became the supervisor of the operations of the tracking station, the space tracking station. He was the one that talked to the astronauts as they landed on the moon. He was so much a part of that whole thing. And then... God called him out of there to pioneer. And he pioneered this little Pentecostal church in Carnarvon. That was when Pentecostals were not liked. They were not appreciated. You don't know how easy you got it. Because back then, Pentecostals were persecuted. We were of the devil, you know. That's the truth. We were ostracized and we were a cult, according to so many. So my dad left it all to live on no income and to live by faith and plant this little church. I watched him as I was growing up. 
And I saw his faith. And I saw his faithfulness. I saw his perseverance. I saw his love and his care for people. I saw his love of God and his continual desire to know God more. The day he died, he was as hungry as he's ever been, probably more hungry. He looked me in the eyes and he said, Ken, don't pray for me, I'm ready. I know who I'm going to. It's okay. It's okay. Let me go. I did a very silly thing a couple of days ago. I said to my boys, this is a stupid thing to do. I said to my boys, guys, tell me, without thinking a whole lot, what do you think is the legacy I've left you? <laughs> Talk about leading with your chin. You know what my boys said? And this is not... I'm using this by way of illustration and all glory to God. They said, you know, Dad, amongst other things, they said a whole lot of things, but amongst other things, they say, Dad, we see your faith and your faithfulness. We see your perseverance. We see your love and care for people. We see your love for God. You know, as I was saying it, I'm thinking... That is exactly the inheritance I got from my father. That's the exact same inheritance that was given to me. See, hopefully I've been able to build on the things that he left me. So that my kids start way, way, way further than I started. Because a legacy is something we leave to those who are following behind. But it's also something we're called to build on for those who have gone before. We don't just receive a legacy for the fun of it. We leave a legacy to build on. You see, a legacy is something that should become foundational in our lives. A foundation that we can build on, that we can pass on, that we can grow in. See, that's, that's what brings so much joy and satisfaction to my lives. As I look at my dad and I'm so grateful for him, I pray that my boys will look at it and as I look at them and I look at the way they're leading their lives, it brings so much joy to my heart as I see them serving and honouring God, as I see them loving God, loving people. Because a legacy is something to be built on. See, I, I just can imagine Paul's pride as he looked at Timothy and went, man, you go, young man. I'm sending you to Ephesus and you're going to lead the church there. You're young. Don't let anyone despise your youth. I put legacy in you and you're going to put legacy in so many others. You're going to see a church established that is going to impact that whole region. You're going to do what Paul couldn't do in his imprisoned state. 
You know, legacy is not about age. And you don't have to be married to be investing in legacy. Legacy is for every one of us, whatever age we are, whatever situation we find in life. There's people that are following you. There's people that are looking at you. For you young people, there's young people that are looking up to you, that are looking out to you. They want to know what it means to to walk with assurance. They want some values in their life. They want to know that they've got hope and a future because in their home they don't see it. They want to know that somebody cares. They want to know that there's a destiny for them. They want to know that there's something worth investing in with their lives. And that goes for all of us. Connect group leaders, there's people that need your legacy. All of us are going to leave a legacy. People need your legacy. You know, we've all been given so much legacy to build upon. The great things that have been handed down to us from our families. You know, there's a kingdom legacy that we step into in salvation. Oh, thank God for grace. Thank God for love. Thank God for forgiveness. Thank God for his power to work in our lives and bring about change. Amen. There's a legacy that we've stepped into. You know, thank God for the church legacy. I don't know if you know how blessed you are. One of my things as a missions pastor, I get to travel a lot. I get to see a lot. I'm so grateful to come home because the legacy of this house, the legacy that has been given to us through Pastor Ken, through Pastor Chrissy, there's a legacy there that they bring every week that that encourages towards wholeness. There's a legacy of of meeting in smaller groups. There's a legacy of honour. There's a legacy of generosity. There's a legacy of of honouring the generations. There is so much legacy that that we have right here in this house. Oh, come on, let's not squander it. Let's build on it. Let's make Nations Church greater. There are nations to be reached. There are more churches to be planted. Come on, we've got to build. Build on that legacy. Don't take it for granted. Build on it. Let those things become a part of who we are. You know why that's so important? Because when we truly commit to building legacy, we're helping to create culture. Legacy becomes culture. See, the way I am in my home with my wife is creating a legacy. But more than that, it's creating a culture in our home that we want our kids to see. We want them to be lovers of the word. We want them to be people who pray. We want them to be people who understand faith. We want them to be people who understand service and sacrifice. And it's when we commit to legacy that we begin to build a culture. That's why in this house, the foundation we've been given, let's build on it and see that culture build because that means that when people come into this house, people who are visiting, new Christians, they walk into a culture and a culture by definition is things that are normal. They experience love and giving and generosity. They experience discipleship. They experience care. They experience connect groups because we're committed to building a culture because we're building on a foundation that has been given to us to serve and to help. You know, legacy is more than the next rung on a ladder to be climbed by the next generation. 
Legacy also becomes the culture that holds the ladder for them. Do you hear what I just said? Legacy is not just about us, but it's creating that culture that actually holds the ladder so the next generation can climb the ladder and it's safe and it's secure. It's being held, it's stable for them to grow and to build and to to achieve more than we've ever achieved. And that's what it's going to take. We want more of the Holy Spirit. We want more of the power of God. We want to see more miracles and more people being healed. We want to see more people coming to Jesus. We want to see more campuses planted. Because we hold the ladder. So you climb. You keep climbing. We're holding the ladder to keep you safe. You know, we can all leave great legacies. Legacies that produce culture. You know, we can leave legacies of wisdom. Legacies of character. Legacies of integrity. Legacies of compassion. Legacies legacies of fellowship. Legacies of generosity, of love, of passion for the gospel, of prayer, of the word. None of that is age-related. You know, as we live them out, they become norm for the people following us. Our lives will leave a legacy, good or bad. Come on, let's leave a great legacy because there's power in legacy. Thanks for listening to the Nations Church podcast. For more info, please visit nationschurch.com.